Hi, and welcome back to the China Business Minute, our weekly catch-up with our China offices. I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this week we're on our way to Shanghai. Owen Hockey is USCBC's chief representative in Shanghai. Owen, thanks for taking some time. Hey, Ian, always good to speak with you. All right, first things first. You knew we we're going to ask about this. So, what's the news on the、uh, the additional tariffs? On August one, President Trump announced ten percent tariffs on three hundred billion dollars worth of goods to go into effect the first of September. While we saw that President Trump's tweet reiterated that talks last week in Shanghai had been constructive and that trade talks are continuing, we've also heard from the U.S. side that this new tariff action is a result of the China side not meeting what the president viewed as a commitment to purchase more agricultural products. And what's what's included on that list anyway? The final scope of any such tariffs is also unclear at this point, as a final version of the list for tariffs、uh, has not been announced. However, given the amount stated, three hundred billion, which is identical to the amount included on the draft list that is already public, it seems likely that the draft version of List Four、uh, would likely hold、uh, with only minor tweaks. The ten percent rate is lower than the rate of up to twenty-five percent that was included in the U.S. Trade Representative's initial List Four announcement,、uh, but could be、uh, definitely further elevated to twenty-five percent in the future. It remains unclear whether there will be any exclusion process for list four list four products,、uh, though that could be covered in uh, announcements uh, or the Federal Register notices. So keeping an eye out for those. The announcement raises significant doubt that trade talks、uh, slated for September in the United States will actually take place.、Uh, additional tariffs are unfortunate.、Uh, the list four tariffs are much more broadly consumer facing and will be felt by consumers eventually. But the reality is, is that there will be no immediate impact uh, because uh, it always takes time for supply chains and prices to adjust.、Uh, companies now busy figuring out how the increase will impact their operations, and legal counsel suggests that it would be prudent at this point to assume that the September one date will apply to products that arrive in the U.S.、Uh, on or after that date.、Uh, we can expect a potential. Uptick in exports of List Four products between now uh, and uh, beginning of September. And what does the impact for these these new tariffs? What does this look like on the Chinese side? I think the biggest impact on the China side here is that it's unclear now if the Chinese delegation will go to the U.S. in September for the twelfth round of talks. Uh, China has been quite affirmative that increase in tariffs will not help with future talks or、um, the agricultural purchases. China indicated, without specifics, that they will take necessary measures to defend China's interests should additional tariffs on the 300 billion go into effect. China sides also urged that additional trade tensions will result in a negative impact on the global economy.、Uh, one thing that many are talking about in China、uh, today is that we did see a depreciation of the RMB、uh, now over seven RMB to the dollar.、Uh, perhaps this is、uh, reflective of market expecting an increase in tariffs to actually happen. Okay, so、uh, beyond tariffs, there's also a number of blacklists that have been released that I think are of interest to our members.、Um, do you want to give us a, a download on some of those? Yeah, on a bit of a different note、uh, to the U.S.-China trade tensions, a number of draft measures、uh, creating blacklists for companies in violation of China's laws and, and regulations are raising concerns from some、uh, member companies out here.、Uh, saw these come out from key regulators, including the State Administration of Market Regulation, also the Cyberspace Administration. 
Uh, these lists are, are different from the unreliable entities lists, which we've uh, discussed in other podcasts, uh, but could have an impact on, on company operations here. Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty about uh, what would uh, include, what, what would be required for them to be included on this list, which companies do not want to be included on. Uh, U.S.-China Business Council is working on comments on the, the state uh, administration of market regulation uh, measures, uh, the administrative measures for uh, lists of parties with seriously illegal and dishonest acts. Uh, the, one of the concerns is that the definition of dishonest honest acts is, is fairly broad. Uh, these can range from fake product reviews for sellers, or it could be for platforms failure to implement laws like the e-commerce law. There's a very long list of things that could qualify companies to be included on this blacklist, which is of concern to companies. A punishment's also quite broad. It could restrict their ability to access uh, incentives here, participate in bids, or even participate in the market. I think there's a way to get off of those blacklists, uh, but there's uh, a lot of concern about companies being included on there for a variety of different reasons. So I uh, hope that some of those definitions can be narrowed down. And we're working on our comments this week, and they'll be available on the website uh, after we finish those in the coming weeks. All right, Owen Hockey, USCBC's chief representative in Shanghai. Owen, thanks very much. Thanks, Ian. Great speaking with you. The China Business Minute is a production of the U.S.-China Business Council, and you can learn more about our work on our website, uschina.org. If you like the show, do, of course, leave us a rating and a review. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next week.